Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Be Brief. I'm Andy Rieger, along with the wonderful and most handsome Matthew Basinger of Swell Spark. We are in the studios of Let It Fly Media, and just like every episode, our coffee sponsor today is Hub International. Today we've got an awesome show. We have Thela Cherry from Cherry Co. joining us today. Thela, welcome to the show. Thank you. So first big question, what do you do? So, yeah, great <laughs> what question. What is Cherry Co., right? So Cherry Co. is a sporty clothing company, and we focus and emphasize on collegiate apparel as well as apparel that actually elevates women and their desire to be great. Sure. So, like, I'm familiar with brands, right? There's, like, a Nike and an Adidas or Lululemon or whatever, but, like, where does your role play into, you talk about you may, you do things on behalf of collegiate teams or other organizations. Um, how do you fit into that mix of not necessarily making the clothing, but, like, making it custom or personalized or... Right. So both, both. So we actually directly work with manufacturers in the LA um, community to create our own brand and our own products themselves. In addition to, we also design and create product that's actually been specifically from some of the major brands like your Nike and Adidas, depending depending on the collegiate account itself. So um, for us, it's just really about gathering the spirit of what we really believe is our niche, which is around sporty fashion for women and creating product to really elevate that. So in short, when when folks come in, they're like, hey, can you help me with? And then you're just like, yes. 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 Because we love ideation. We love creativity. We love bringing your ideas and concepts to life. Um, And we love being able to just really take something from beginning stages to fruition. Awesome. So how long have you existed? Like, how did you get into this line of business in the first place? Walk me through just a little bit of your personal history. All right. Sure. So I'm the youngest of eight, all collegiate athletes. Um, And so that competition in itself. Was all really collegiate athletes? All collegiate athletes. You got to talk about You can't skip over eight. that. All what, eight. What, what'd you do? I was the best of the eight. No. Obviously. <laughs> no, of course. No my, siblings are listening. No siblings <laughs> okay. are listening, right? So um, I actually personally played volleyball and softball okay. at the collegiate level. I was all American. So I, oh, I think I was destined already to be highly competitive in business. Same. Um, <laughs> all my brothers played football at the collegiate level. And one of my sisters played. Um, basketball and she if the WNBA existed at that time she would have been WNBA and I ran track at the collegiate level so the question is does Andy belong at this table anymore (laughs) I don't I don't did he play at the collegiate level I mean why is he even in the room I one time kicked a field goal dressed as Buzz Lightyear on Halloween and won five hundred dollars. Welcome to Let Me Be Brief with Matt Basinger and Thayla Cherry. (laughs) Andy has left the room. And I'm Andy Rieger. All right, continue. So you, so you that you have an athletic background, yes, right. And and so, how did this company actually start, though? So I even at a young age, I knew the power of like merchandise mm-hmm. and the power of like every time we went to any event, you always wanted to purchase that product, right? But I wanted something to really represent women that those that either love sports like myself or those that actually just had kind of an inkling and wanted to cheer on their favorite team. So it was really important to kind of capture the essence of both. But but then before you started this company, you know, I know your background, but sort of tell everyone what you did before and what your specific focus was in doing that and sort of how that led to starting Cherryco. Oh, yeah. Completely from a leverage standpoint. So prior to actually starting the company, I worked in the city manager's office of Kansas City. Okay. I was responsible for workforce development and education initiatives, which really gave me a, a broad approach of school districts across the entire state um, and what was really important from the educational growth and strategies that schools are really looking for. Um, so I did 
designed an internship program. When I initially started in the city manager's office, we started with 125 students. Um, when I left in 2011, we were up to close to 1,000 students. And it was amazing partnerships with several entities across the metropolitan area. And so there's where I really was able to leverage. And I really believe it's part of one of the ingredients of our success was that I leveraged those relationships based on that work performance and then pulled that into their trust yeah. of us creating products around that. Yeah. So, you, st- I mean, your first, uh, as far as starting the company, you were serving primarily K-12 at the time or like, yeah, how did you parlay that into more of what you're doing now? So we knew um, in the initial stages we really wanted to go after collegiate accounts. And so we started with your more um, entry access points that were a little more simplified from the collegiate level. Because as you grow into the larger universities, you really have to have a proven business model in order for them to actually agree to those terms. Um, And so we started with a lot of the high school level and competition in the metropolitan area. Um, and then our first, which is very interesting, our first collegiate agreement with a large university was actually Syracuse. Okay. So all the way in New York, yeah. <laughs> in Kansas City, right? That tie there, that connection there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How did that come about? Relationships. So I would say if there was a valuable thing that anybody can walk away with today, it's just building great authentic relationships mm-hmm. and how that can um, propel you into whether it's business or any other opportunities of just your success. I feel like t-shirts and merchandise in general has come quite a long ways since all of our high school days where you just would go online and it was really revolutionary. You could type some letters onto a screen and then those letters would be put on a shirt and that was the football team shirt for the year. It just said school football and that was it. And people were like, this is such a cool shirt. Uh, You said we when we started the company. Mm -hmm. Who's we? So we is uh, my husband and I. And so I serve as the CEO and the founder, and my husband actually handles all the operations for the business. Awesome. Very cool. And I want you to know, too, that that one line of the shirt that used to be is a throwback now, and those are really popular oh, yeah. again. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> if it was the 80s, it's back today. I'd be lying if I said I didn't have some of my high school shirts, <laughs> and every time I wear them, all my friends are like, God, that shirt's in such good shape. <laughs> it's a relic. It's because you weren't an athlete yep. in college. That's, wow. <laughs> what? That just happened. <laughs> So is your model, are, do you do only B2B? Do you do B2C? Like what is the, is it 50-50%? Walk us through a little bit, I guess, more understanding like the business side of okay. what you guys do. So our current model in relation to business of business is roughly around 65%. Um, And then we also offer retail distribution in addition to e-commerce too. So the more the B2C or business to consumer directly. Mm -hmm. And how have you seen that retail? Has there been a change as far as people doing more online? And not just because of COVID, right? But Mm -hmm. just over the course of the last four or five years of online retail space growing so much. Um, What's that? How have you kind of... Not to say stayed relevant, but how have you had to continually adapt your business model to cater to folks who are looking for things more online instead of in person? Um, yeah, definitely robustly. Um, so you really want to make sure that you have the incredible experience when someone is um, accessing you online. So that's really important. I would have to say, too, that COVID definitely has helped us to elevate it at a whole nother level yeah. um, because the demand just became greater. And I think to the opening of the stores in Made in KC, that the Plaza location as well as Lee Summit has really catapulted it to a whole nother level for us. Yeah. So how, I mean, all that said, oversimplified question, how's business? 
It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And I say this and I say this often. And I think I just will always be sensitive about other businesses that are yeah. having to make some really dif- difficult decisions sure. at this time. So I say that with just a grace and just understanding that and really cheering on a lot of my colleagues and friends sure. that are in business and how that's important. I think um, I really lean it more towards that we we were really positioned for this moment and we spent the first months in COVID really just peeling back their labors, lay levels of just um, what we were destined to do in the very beginning stages. And we really wanted to go back to our why, why we originally, why we started the company, why that was important, how we really wanted to impact community through our merchandise, our product, but also just in a way that was very philanthropic. And so we really have stayed true to that. And I think mm-hmm. by peeling back those layers, it's really helped us to see that because we got to reset in a sense yeah. through COVID. Do yeah. you, have you found that in COVID having a lot of strong ties to universities that have you seen university merchandise sales being up, being that people aren't on campus, aren't going to sports games because they feel like they now maybe say, I would be spending money going to games, doing things on campus, whatnot, because I'm not spending that money. I still want new merchandise. Thus, I'm going to buy more than I potentially would because I'm reallocating my my money. Mm-hmm. Are sales down in that department? How has COVID really impacted the university licensing market? I think, I mean, sales are up. Um, I think partly because I can't, you still emotionally want to be connected. So mm-hmm. with a lot of students that are even on, are on the campuses at this point, it's still so important to feel like they're part of the college experience. And so you've seen, we've seen an increase in sales in relation to that. I want to jump back just a little bit because you talked about, you know, some of the things that you do here in the community and you talked about kind of your why, but as a CEO, as the leader of your company, like what are the things that maybe influence the most about how or why you make the decisions of how, not even just the directions that you go from a, hey, how can we make more money, but Mm -hmm. direction from a, hey, how can we serve the community? How can I be a good boss to my employees? How can I create clear vision? Um, Talk about those things just Briefly, right? Yeah, fundamentally, <laughs> I mean, one of our pillars is legacy. And legacy really de- defined for us is really how do we connect to each person that we touch, but also from a longstanding standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so for us, it's been really about how do we really influence and impact in the spaces that we really operate in. Um, so we established the summer entrepreneurship KC because I read this study that really was very striking in a really disappointing way that Kansas City was ranked number 49th and St. Louis number 50th as the cities that were um, not progressively really helping to advance African-Americans through business. And so that was really important and it struck a chord for me. So we wanted to really engage high school students at an earlier age, particularly those of color, um, to really have them get access directly to business leaders like ourselves, right? So that they could really understand how great it is to start a business. But really, we wanted them to walk away with entrepreneurial mindset. So not necessarily, even if they didn't start a business, but how do you really solve problems? How do, as we look through our lens, like we see a problem and we want to create solutions around that. Yeah. And it's a great skill set to have. I think that's beneficial for the entire workforce. Starting business is really easy for all of us, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it was overnight. <laughs> what, 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 in Kansas City specifically, what bank believed in you? Wow, that's an awesome question. So for us, our initial investment came actually from Liberty Bank. It's an African-American-owned bank. Um, it's located primarily actually in Kansas City, Kansas, but they do have a branch in Kansas, Missouri. And that was the first bank that really believed in our dream and our vision. Yeah. Are you still with Liberty Bank today? We are. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, I, I spent just a couple of years working in athletics. And I think one of the, when I, when I speak about my experience, what I remember, I mean, it's a cutthroat industry, college athletics to a degree. It, it seems that way. And I don't know if that's still the case, right? But that's, that's kind of your market. Like what, um, 
what are the, some of the challenges that not your company face or has faced, but like, how is it that you continue to have the cutting edge as far as getting new accounts, getting new colleges to sign on, mm -hmm. gaining the trust of more of the B2B specifically with universities and university athletic departments? So cut through, just I completely understand it because I was a catcher in college. So mm -hmm. like I, I dared somebody to run. So I'm yeah. highly competitive. So that doesn't even like scare me. Um, for us, it's, it's still all about relationship and relationship ties. That is so, I think, universal, I, no matter your business, right? Because people really believe in you and they're willing to take that chance, just like Liberty did. It's really just about like staying relevant making sure that we are forecasted and making sure we have a product that they love. Mm -hmm. um, and then just being consistent, right? Yeah. Being consistent in how we deliver that, um, but also providing them with ideas and concepts that maybe they haven't thought about to even kind of take them a little bit out of their comfort zones too. Sure. So I'm gonna come out of left field for a second. Okay. Maybe I'll, maybe I'm trying that to steal good. second. That was I don't good. know, something. Good analogy, yeah. Um, <laughs> Swell Spark, right? Blade and Timber, Breakout KC. Our goal is to make it easy for people to have fun, but I'm all about experiences. And okay. so my question that has absolutely nothing to do with business okay. is what is your favorite experience? Something that you have like paid for, skydiving or I don't know. Other, other, throwing, have to be crazy. tours at Jay Rieger and Co. Right. You know, <laughs> just, you know. What, That's next think? week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my favorite experience is was definitely on my bucket list was attending the Super Bowl last year, the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that wow. was an experience beyond any other. Yeah. I just it was so powerful to see Kansas City take over sure. one. Um Did and you know just, that 2020 that was gonna be the high of 2020 at that time? There's still a lot of time left, man. Oh, the, the chapters are yet to be fully written. Yeah. I believe, yeah. Of course I, do, I knew that. If you don't mind, I, I would love to ask, like, because I watched the Super Bowl on TV, right? I had a great seat. Um, like, what about <laughs> seeing it in person made that experience particularly special? It was really the Kansas City community. Yeah. And you just felt the love. Like, it just, it the whole atmosphere, mm -hmm. the, just the pride. Um, and even if we didn't win, but we did, right? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> that it was just the connectivity of people sure. just caring about each other from all different walks, all different backgrounds, mm -hmm. and just sharing in this amazing experience. Yeah, that's fantastic. You actually, you gave me goosebumps a little bit. Ooh. So that's it's cool. <laughs> all right, last, last question before we go. Wow. You have one piece of advice to give to entrepreneurs that are wanting to get into it for the very first time. What is your one piece of advice that you want them to know? Stay true to your soul and spirit. It will always be accurate and never let external factors impact that. There we go. That sounds like a slogan if I've ever heard one. Yeah. On All a right. shirt. I think it goes on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> a shirt. I, mean, I know someone who can yeah. do that for it. Yeah. All right. Taylor Cherry, thank you for joining us today from Cherry Co. This has been Let Me Be Brief. I'm Andy Rieger along with Matt Basinger. We look forward to everybody listening to the next episode. Thanks again, Taylor. Thank you.